1: As you move into your older and wiser years, you may have questions about your finances, your health, or what to do for fun. Besides watching young people try to figure life out.
0: Oh, man, this guy's a moron.
1: The next hour is dedicated to you. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Cause women never age, and old school will always be cool. 50 Plus, brought to you by the UT Health Consortium on Aging. Informed decisions for a healthier, happier life. And by Incredible. If a stain seems indelible, you haven't tried Incredible. Now, here's Doug Pike.
0: All right, Friday edition of the program starts right now. We've got an hour, and as promised yesterday, I'm going to do my best to fill this entire hour with good news. Good gas prices, whatever. Rain, that's good news. We've had some today. We're going to get a little bit more this afternoon, maybe some tomorrow. But then I think it actually turns good again for the holiday. Maybe not so much tomorrow, even Sunday. I'm not even going to look. It's either going to rain or it's not. And if you have outside plans, check a forecast. Shortly before you go out, don't look at the forecast for Monday right now and be disappointed if you see rain. Because in southeast Texas, forecast change about every 20, 30 minutes. You'll be all right. We're going to make it to one o'clock with no bad news. I'm going to a voli- Hit the bell, Will. Well, that was just a misspoken word. That's not necessarily forgetfulness, though. So never mind. Cancel the bell. I'm going to avoid politics. I'm going to avoid gas prices, inflation, all the usual dumb things people and companies have done in the past 24 hours. Instead, I will bring up many of the good news stories I've found this week that I haven't gotten to, to share yet. And time permitting, I may re-rack a couple from the past week that Merritt second mentions. And If there's any more time than that, I'll sprinkle in some bits and pieces, a few conversation starters yeah, if you will, for your Fourth of July celebrations through this long weekend, you can turn to someone, you know, and instead of when I say something like, hey, will you don't have to respond to that when it's not time. But when I say that will will usually respond with, hey, what? So you can just change Will's name and, and and note the name of the person to whom you are speaking and then pass on one of these to get something started. You want to start with one of those, Will, or you want to start with a, a good news story? Let's start with some good news. Okay. Remember the Bur- and this is actually this is technically old news because we talked about this, I think, either yesterday or Wednesday. Remember the Burger King guy up north who who never missed a day in something like 27, 30 years, whatever, and he got this ratty gift bag full of junk when he retired? Oh Remember yeah. That guy? Shared a few days ago that the GoFundMe account started for him had grown to $160,000. Well, now there's an update. This guy is sitting on a cool $270,000 right now. I don't know how much he saved after 27 years at Burger King, but I'm betting another quarter million is going to do that guy a lot of good after taxes. I don't. What's he going to get? About 75 bucks? I don't know. All right, let's, um, hey, Will. Hey, what? Did you know that only 5% of Americans say they're not patriotic at all? Which is, as far as I'm concerned, the 5% of them can um, jump on a jet plane and, and go to where they will be patriotic. That's okay. We don't need them. 54% have an American flag at home. And 4th of July is the top beer-drinking holiday of the year. Take a stab, Will, if you will, at how many hot dogs Americans will consume over the 4th of July weekend. Uh, too many. Too many hot dogs. Well, the, uh, <laughs> you don't want to guess. An insatiable amount. Um, well, it has to be. That's how many they're going to do, so I guess it would be a satiable amount. Um and about a third of us are going to go to a fireworks display. I'm deliberately pausing and and interjecting something to leave you on the edge of your seat about the hot dog number. That number is 100 this I feel like I'm Austin Powers or that who's the bad guy in that? Do you recall uh, Dr. Evil? Dr. Evil? put my pinky up next to my mouth is 150 million hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs, my friend. All right. So for more good news, um, I, I like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I like this one. I can't decide which, which of these two I like more. Here's a, here's something interesting and, and very good news for the farming industry and for our future food supplies up at, well, a, a a collaboration between scientists at UC Riverside and the University of Delaware. Thank you, World Wide Web and Internet, that makes it possible for scientists completely at opposite ends of the country to collaborate. Yay for that. They have found a way to bypass biological photosynthesis altogether and create food independent of sunlight. They're using artificial photosynthesis, okay? These plants are growing in an electrolyzed medium that contains acetate that replaces natural photosynthesis. Two-step process, electrocatalytic process that converts carbon dioxide, electricity, and water into acetate. Long and the short is they've already proved that they can grow without sunlight using this two-step process, all kinds of... Little basic things, and they are now moving into creating food crops, not procs, crops, such as cowpeas, tomatoes, tobacco, rice, canola, green peas, all possible to grow in the dark just using that simple, well, it's not that simple. It's simple for them, probably, but they discovered it, and it works, and... Who knows? You can be a farmer. You don't even need a flashlight. You just put that stuff out there and, and let it grow in the dark. UT Health Science Center's Consortium on Aging is not in the dark when it comes to senior medicine. You like that, Well, That was pretty good. All they do is senior medicine, as a matter of fact. You can go to the website and learn about it. Here's what it is. Everybody over there is specially trained in senior medicine, so you don't have to worry about being seen by someone who sees you now and an hour ago they were dealing with a toddler and in 15 minutes they're going to be dealing with somebody in their 30s. UT Health Science Center Consortium on Aging focuses on us, on what makes us sick, on what makes us healthy, on steps we can take to improve our overall health and longevity and the quality of our lives. Go to that website, see what they do, see how they do it, and then maybe schedule a consultation if there's something bothering you. UTH.edu slash aging. They have specialists in every medical field. UTH.edu slash aging.
1: Now, yeah, they sure don't make them like they used to. That's why every few months we wash them, check his fluids, and spray on a fresh coat of wax. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike.
0: Second segment of the Friday Show 50 Plus starts right now. Thank you very much. Leading into the 4th of July holiday weekend. I don't know if 150 million hot dogs is enough to feed this group of ours, since a lot of you may be turning to hot dogs instead of hamburgers or brisket or steaks on the barbecue or shrimp on the Barbie, whatever. This weekend, but it's still a lot, whether, whether, I don't know who's going to eat them. all. I could eat, how many hot dogs could you eat if you were at a 4th of July um, cookout and there were nothing but hot dogs there? Uh, I probably wouldn't eat any. You don't Zero. like hot dogs? I don't like hot dogs. Well, just fill yourself up on potato chips and potato salad. Probably. and, and Coleslaw, then... deviled eggs. What about deviled eggs? You have to uh, like those. I do not know. Oh, deviled my eggs are God. gross. No, they're not. Yes, they Absolutely are. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Doug, I'm starting mm-hmm. to kind of question your taste right now. Well, your taste buds are still young. Like, apparently, they haven't matured yet. For the finer things in life, like deviled eggs, I love those things. I really do, and I if if there are some left over at the end of a meal, I'll eat all of them, and and just savor every every delicious minute of it. So here, back to the good news. Will U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved this week, I believe, use of the Janus kinase inhibitor, baricitinib, as a treatment for severe alopecia areata. Are you aware of what that is, Will? The alopecia, like losing... Yeah, hair, hair loss. Hair loss. This is the the first approved treatment for... Alopecia areata is an autoimmune, autoimmune disorder. Seven million or so people in the United States. It's it, And it doesn't just make all your hair fall out at once. It falls out in clumps and it leaves you... Uh, and sometimes affects your eyebrows and your eyelashes, facial hair. And it can be... Well, to quote this piece, sometimes disfiguring, and it's a disease that just attacks the hair follicles. You get either patchy or you get, can lose all your hair, too, a lot of times. Eyebrows, eyelashes, facial hair, body hair, it says here. Just anywhere hair is growing, it may not continue to do so if you get this. Well, this guy, Dr. Brett King, associate professor of dermatology at Yale Medical School, Worked with Eli Lilly and Company and did a series of clinical trials with this new medicine. It's a once-daily pill, Illumiant. In the trials, Illumiant helped one in three patients with severe alopecia areata regrow their hair. Almost half of the patients had no scalp hair. I'm just reading now. At the start of the trials... Results were 80% or more scalp coverage. Improvements also achieved for patients with significant eyebrow or eyelash hair loss. That, my friends, is a game changer potentially. Ask your dermatologist about this stuff. O-L-U-M-I-A-N-T, Illumiant. That's a piece of good news right there. Uh, Let's go to this one right here. And these are this may be the medical segment, and then I'll go to something else. I want to get to a, a piece I titled Water from Air, which is very encouraging for especially places around the world that have very sparse water and very irregular water supplies. But back to this. Blood disorders, okay, the first serious clinical trials in humans using something called C-R-I-S-P-R. That's an analogy for something that they never really tell us what it is, unfortunately. After follow-up findings three years post-procedure, all patients but two who participated in this trial, and I'm looking for the number of how many there were. um, I think it's buried down here. Yeah, 75 patients, it says here. All but two demonstrated, they are essentially cured of either, uh, where are the two diseases? Sickle cell disease or transfusion-dependent thalassemia, TDT is what it's called, in the biz. And all showing no signs of either symptoms or serious side effects from this medication. Uh, This stuff is going to be... Valuable in treating a lot of health problems. Actually, it, it's a variety of. It's been used for other reasons, but now they have found that both these blood diseases are being shut down essentially without side effect by this new treatment. Only available cure to date for both diseases was a bone marrow transplant. Well, Still is until the trials are finished, I suppose. Bone marrow transplant from a closely related donor, and that's oftentimes not available. In fact, the vast majority of patients just can't find a matched donor. They can't afford it if they can find one, and the risk of complications is greater, much greater, when that happens. So this is good. New findings presented at the European Hematology Association, Congress. 75 patients, only two remained uncured of their cases, of their respective diseases. Pretty good. The, and among them, their transfusion requirements were both radically declined, about 75% uh, to 89% less than previous needs. This drug, this, this procedure is now being fast-tracked by the FDA, and hopefully— we can institute it to help people who need that kind of help. Uh, hey, Will. Hey, what, Doug? Do you ever put your phone on mute or do not disturb to avoid distraction? Uh, it. I mean, during the show, I do, for sure. Well, but, you know, when I'm at home, sometimes it's nice to be able to hear where it is. And plus, I lose my phone all the time, so I need to be able to have someone call it and I can go find it. A new study, it says here, found that actually doing that might have the opposite effect of what you want. Researchers, somewhere, I have no idea where, and I have no idea who the 138 iPhone users they followed for four days were, but the ones who set their phones to silent actually checked the phone more often and experienced more phone-related stress than the people who just left it on and went about their business. And I can see that. My son probably, if he muted his phone and set it across the room, he would walk back and forth to it probably every 30 seconds just to make sure. FOMO, fear of missing out. He's scared to death that he and his pals are going to have something going on, and he's going to miss it if he's not in 100% all-time round-the-clock contact. I go into his room in the evenings, and he'll be curled up on the bed staring at the phone. What are you doing? Uh, just talking to my friends. Uh, why don't you go take out the garbage? Why don't you go take a shower? Why don't you go go? Just clean something up, some mess you've made. Put away your clothes. Well, I I need to be talking to my friends. I'll do that in a minute. I don't know how many parents and grandparents even hear that all the time. In a minute, in a minute, Will. That's what I'm telling him right now for what he's doing to me. In a minute, Will. Kirk Holmes, let's go ahead and get to this break. Kirk Holmes is this third-generation custom builder I've spoken for for probably, I don't know, six, seven, eight years now. And I'm so proud to do that because I, I know their product. I've seen firsthand four homes they've built. If you want to see one firsthand without knocking on some stranger's door, beautiful door, beautiful home, by the way, it would be if you did. You can go to Texas Grand Ranch and tour their Southern Living Showcase home. You can walk it front to back, side to side, and see all the detail that goes into somebody's custom home. That somebody can be you, and from the start, you will sit down with their teams and go over exactly what you want to make that home unique to you and your family. Which way it faces is something you'll have to decide, and they can help you with that. How many rooms? How many bathrooms? How many of this? How, what of that? It's a custom home, and it's your custom home. The only thing that's common throughout all of their homes— is a 20-year structural warranty, which is twice the industry standard, and two-by-six exterior walls to add 50% more insulation against the gosh-awful heat we get in the summer and the occasional really cold winter we get in the winter. Kirkhomes.com. go start your dream home search and end it right then and there. Go see those people. Let them help you build your house anywhere from the coast up through the hill country. KirkHolmes.com, that's K-U-R-K, because at Kirk Holmes, it's all about you. What's life without a
1: nap? I suggest you go to bed and sleep it off. Just wait until the show's over, sleepy. Back to Doug Pike as 50 Plus continues. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.
0: Good one, Will. Very good one. That's the way a song should start. Nice, tight harmony. Anticipation of a good musical track. That'll work. Saw something on Facebook from an old buddy of mine, James Shrum. Went to high school with the guy. Great bowler. Actually, uh, Ryan Money, my producer on Sundays, typically over on KBME, also a great bowler in his day. He's younger than Red, James Red Shrum. Uh, But nonetheless, both of them apparently know each other, know of each other anyway. Uh, James posted something here. If you drive I-10 over into Louisiana, the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge, apparently there are cameras set up now so that you can be issued a ticket based on how fast you drive across that bridge. If you take less than, this is, uh, this is August 1, 2022. Beg- I guess beginning then. If it takes you less than 18 minutes to cross the Basin Bridge, you will receive a ticket. First time $175, second time 350 each time after that $1,000. Cameras time you getting on and off the basin bridge. All I have is that one report. I'm not sure where it came from, but if it's for real, and I don't know why Reb would put anything up there like that. But, yeah, and somebody somebody posted, there's no way they can enforce that. Can they? You know, if they put it up there and they fine you and you just decide you don't think you should have to pay, that might not work out real, real well for you. All right, moving on, moving back to my good news. I, that's not good. Well, it's good news to let you know. We'll go with that. Technically, it is good that I let you know that, but it's not one of my good news stories i just saw that during the break hey will hey what a new poll asked people if it's okay i'll get your opinion on this and then i'll give you mine if it's okay to wink at a female colleague during a debate or if it's sexist is it okay to wink at a female colleague no i agree that's, so weird. that's the dumbest thing in the world uh, why would they even ask that question in 2022 yeah that's bizarre. Why would somebody waste a poll, a perfectly good poll? That is not okay. That's, a, that's my answer. I had it written in all caps in case you don't believe me. I'll show you. Um, here's some good news. A 22-year-old woman diagnosed herself with a rare illness after learning about it on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. That's pretty cool. Who needs doctors when you've got the World Wide Web and so many doctor shows now? They're always telling you about pretty interesting things. There is a, speaking of interesting, a prostate cancer breakthrough could stop the tumor from spreading after it becomes resistant to current therapy. Anti-hormonal treatment blocks the signal sent out by testosterone that stimulates tumor growth. But eventually the cancer cells become resistant and the growth can spread. This is what this story is saying. International research team led by Dutch scientists found proteins that normally regulate the circadian rhythm also dampen the effects of the anti-hormonal therapy. The breakthrough means that the current drugs can be repurposed and it's, it's basically, basically going to save researchers about a decade of testing. The exact process was until now a mystery. The study team looked at tissue from 56 people with high-risk prostate cancers who had undergone three months of anti-hormonal therapy before their surgery, and they are extremely excited about what they found. This protein, protein, it says, was found to make ca- prostate cancer cells more sensitive to anti-hormonal therapy in the lab as well as in mice. Quote from... It's not attributed, but it's probably somewhere up higher in the story, but I don't see it. Our discovery has shown us that we will need to start thinking outside the box when it comes to new drugs to treat prostate cancer and test medicines that affect the circadian clock proteins in order to increase sensitivity to hormonal therapy in prostate cancer. That's good stuff. That's very good news. Very good news for the gentlemen in the audience who may ultimately wind up in that situation. I hope none of you do, uh, but it could happen. Okay, uh, yeah, I've got time for this one, too. This is pretty neat. There's a tech startup in the small country of Tunis that has developed a product that essentially refines the vapor in the air and turns it into water, safe drinking water, cumulus with a K. Designed and produce this product that is capable of producing 20 to 30 liters of healthy drinking water per day. Now, I'm scrolling through what I picked off of this story, and I don't see a, a cost for this. I think it's, I know it's being manufactured. I don't know if it's available for sale just yet. But essentially, what it does is it refines water vapor in the air. And then puts it through a system that kills any harmful bacteria, which is probably a UV light. Collected in a small reservoir, then ready to be safely consumed, it says here. The company believes that access to safe drinking water should not be a luxury and is the right to all human beings on Earth. I couldn't agree more. And I'm glad this machine is at least very close to being commercially produced and, and offered. Uh, cumulus machines are designed to be fully autonomous, meaning that when fully operational, they can be transported, set up, and maintained easily across the globe, it says here. This is pretty interesting. It really is. Technology replicates the dew effect, really, in condensation of water from the air. Humid air drawn into the machine passes through a particle filter, then goes through a cooling process that causes droplets of water to appear in the collector. Dry air is pushed out of the machine, water gets collected, filtered a few times to ensure that it doesn't bring on particles or, or bacteria or anything else we want or we don't need, don't want, and then it's ready to be served on demand. That's fantastic news. That's absolutely fantastic news. I've got time for one more, and I've still got more to finish out the last segment. This is going to be great. All good news all day long. New type of plastic made directly from organic plant waste. I may or may not have talked about this. I don't think I have yet. I had it ready to go, but we didn't get to it. This stuff's easy to make and could be used in everything it says here, from packaging and textiles to medicine and electronics. Researchers in Switzerland already using the technique to make packaging films and fibers that can be spun into clothes or filaments for 3D printing, even textiles. Conventional plastic, so widespread, because making it combines low-cost, heat stability, so-and-so and so. so. Until now, few alternatives have come around that could match traditional plastics in cost and uh, their varied uses. This stuff uses cooked wood and other non-edible plant materials in inexpensive chemicals to make a plastic precursor and then goes on to finish the process with strictly organic, plant-based materials. And what you get is a working, functioning plant or functioning plastic that probably is not gonna last 150 years like traditional plastics do in our environment. That's one of the things that bothers me is there's so much plastic in the world today. you, you can't look three feet in any direction without seeing something made of plastic, it seems. And most of that stuff winds up eventually in landfills. Uh, very little of the recycled plastics, even recycled materials, actually get recycled. A lot of people don't realize that. It's a, it's a noble feeling. It's a good feeling to fill up that recycle bin In my neighborhood and the one in my house every week and and put it out on the curb and and have it picked up and go off somewhere else. It's a great feeling. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. But I know from my own research and my own stories I've done that not a big percentage of that stuff actually gets recycled. It just gets moved and piled up. (sighs) Spills happen. And when they do, you need incredible. Incredible is the stain remover I have in my house and you should have in your house. It's been around for 25, 30 years, I think now. White bottle, blue and red lettering available at HEB and most hardware stores and will take most stains out of most things, your clothes, your carpet, your rugs, the upholstery in your car, your your furniture. Take it home, pour it on the stain, a little bit. You don't have to put a lot. Let it sit there a second and then blot it away with a clean, dry cloth. Ask for it by name. It really does live up to its name. Ask for it that way. Walk into the store and say, hey, where's the Incredible? If they don't have it, walk into another store. If they do, buy it. Incredible.
1: Old guys rule. And, of course, women never get old. If you want to avoid sleeping on the couch. Okay, well, I think that sounds like a good plan. 50 Plus continues. Here's more with Doug.
0: I am just a
1: cowboy,
0: lonesome on the trail. A starry night, a campfire light. The coyote call. 1250 on AM 950 KPRC. Thanks for listening to 50+. plus. Howling on the way into the 4th of July weekend, I tell you what, I don't know when it starts where you are or whether it started or it hasn't started yet, but I can tell you it has around here. Technically, this was a half day for the office. <sighs> Literally, uh, until from the time I walked in the door at about, I don't know, 7.50, 8 o'clock, somewhere in there, until now... On the side where a lot of the work gets done, not on the studio side, not where the shows are being done, because we're all here all the time. We're all here during our assigned times to be on the air. But on that other side of the building, it was me for about the first hour, me and one guy. This is of 25 or 30. Now, in fairness, there's a lot of working from home going on, and that's fine. But today was an assigned half day, and I thought there'd probably be six or eight people. I even wore a shirt that I thought would be just kind of fun to wear in here. Uh, that one of my one of my sponsors for my outdoor show, a place called the Boat Yard down in Kima. Uh, the the owner down there, JT, was nice enough to make up some t-shirts with a, a small boatyard logo on the front and then a big old splashy Doug Pike Show logo on the back. I thought I could get some mileage out of wearing that here today. But it was all like a tree that fell in the forest with nobody there to hear it. I was just saying, okay, you yeah. know, our big boss showed up at least. Eddie Martini showed up. And he came over and just said, hi, have a fun 4th of July. And I said, check it out. And I turned around and I showed him the back of that shirt. He was impressed. Thank you, JT. Thank you, Boatyard. I appreciate that. A little more good news on the plastic side. Once again, we have back-to-back plastic good news stories. So we know that plastic sits around in the environment for 100 years or more. There's hope that this new plastic might not last so long, but at least it's being made out of organic material. And now up in Australia or over in Australia... There is a super worm they found that has an appetite for polystyrene. This species will just chew through plastic waste thanks to a bacterial enzyme in their guts. And the cool part is that they did a study and they took some of these worms and they fed them diets of different things. Some of them got Polystyrene foam. Some of them got bran, and others were put on a fasting diet just as controls. So you've got natural food, and you got plastic, and you got starvation going on. They found that the superworms fed a diet of just plastic not only survived, but they even had weight gain. They were beefing up on plastic. Now, if we can just round up enough of those worms and cut them loose in the right places, that's a step in the right direction, at least. Uh, there's a quote here it says, Superworms are like many recycling plants, shredding the polystyrene with their mouths and then feeding it to the bacteria in their gut. The breakdown products from this reaction can then be used by other microbes to create high val- value compounds such as bioplastics. It just gets better and better. And time this is what the world is supposed to be working on, honestly. This is what science should be studying instead of some of the things that they are studying. These are things that could, should concern us not only as a state or a country, but as a world than some of the stuff that we're griping about. Get rid of plastic. That'd be cool. Or at least make it biodegradable. Hire enough of these worms. I'm sure they'll work for food. It's just a worm. It's not gonna. It's not gonna want a higher minimum wage. Just put the worms to work on this plastic. I would love to see that. Uh, I'll tell the story real quickly again about the Oklahoma game warden who jumped into a, a, essentially right to the edge of a whirlpool below a dam. Earlier this month, this guy's name's Riley Wilman, game warden, native of Owasso, Oklahoma. And he was just checking fishing licenses one afternoon, heard people screaming across the river, and realized that someone was drowning, and they were all pointing toward the dam. So this Wilman guy swam to the edge of the vortex, this big whirlpool of water that had sucked this guy down. And just by a stroke of luck, the guy popped up right in front of him briefly, and the game warden was able to grab him and get him to the bank and perform CPR on him several rounds of it, and the man's pulse actually came back. He was, he was done. He was without pulse. He wasn't breathing. Zero response when they pulled him out of the water, but this guy brought him back. So... That's certainly good news for the man who fell into the river and was pulled into the the vortex, as it says here. I'll just call it a whirlpool. Hey, Will. Hey, what? I saw a story that talked about, well, it, it said there was a, de- a deputy sheriff walked up to a woman's house. There's video of it. I think it was staged, but it's still pretty cool. Says, ma'am, I'm a, I'm a sheriff's deputy, and I got a call from... One of the neighbors, um, and she's got two dogs sitting next to her in her house. Uh, The neighbors called and said that your dogs are harassing and chasing kids on bicycles in the neighborhood. And the woman says, couldn't be my dogs. You must have the wrong house. The deputy said, why is that? She said, because my dogs can't ride bicycles. You don't have anything for that? No response? No laughter? No. I'm sorry. Not even, nary, nary a giggle? I am i didn't even hear you're, it. I got caught water, up in my own work. All right. you know? I'm going to finish this with something that I, it's not good news. It's just weird news. And somebody somewhere will use this as a conversation starter this weekend. I guarantee you. A urologist in New York says that he's been seeing more and more people who are asking for bladder Botox to help them hold it on long road trips. Oh, my word. How is that even a thing? How is that even possible that somebody figured out that you could inject Botox into your bladder and drive? I got a long road trip coming up. I might look into that. Never. Not a chance. Have fun on the 4th of July weekend. I will see you guys next week. Adios. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere.